This is Pod Forsaken. Hey everyone, welcome to Pod Forsaken. I'm Rodney Altman. I'm Missy Levin. And I'm Chris Sachs. And we're a horror movie review podcast where we talk about horror movies you most likely haven't seen. And this week we are talking about uh, the Indonesian film May the Devil Take You. Uh, which I'm very excited to dive into. But before we do that, we always like to tell you what we're going to do in the next episode to give you a week to catch up with us. What movie are we doing next week? The Devils. Yeah. Uh, from Ken Russell, right? Mm-hmm. From, what, the 70s? I think 19, is it 71? I don't really know my years. That's not important. We'll talk about it a lot next week. Do you guys, have either of you seen The Devils? No, but I'm, so, no. 1971, by the way. No, but I've I seen right. the trailer a few times and I'm so excited to watch this movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been dying to see this for years and just didn't get around to it. Really? I mean, that's that's why we have the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I I'm not like I'm not like dying to watch it, but I've heard about it so much because it's like infamous for being like banned in certain places or like heavily recut. Um, and, you know, I, I literally know nothing about it other than it seems like maybe nuns get tortured um, or <laughs> nuns go crazy. I don't I don't know. Maybe we should have paired it with Dark Waters. <laughs> from, <laughs> Oh, there's some sexy nuns, it looks like. Yeah. That's like, what Chris was requesting in the other yeah. one. Yeah. You're, well, I think you're going to get some some nun sex. Um, Ooh. Wait, but, I'm going to uh, get a lot, of, a lot of sex or nun sex? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even dignify that. <laughs> I, I do know that, like, I saw some announcements because it's now, it's now streaming on Shudder for anyone who wants to, uh, you know, to watch it with us. I also want to point out this was not intentional, but this that'd be two movies in a row with devil in the title. We're doing May the Devil Take Ooh, You this week and the I Devil's like next week. Maybe we just keep the devil train running. So Fine sure. with that. listeners, if you have any movies with devil in the title that you think we should do, you know, send us an email or find us on Twitter. Let us know. Obviously, you can email us at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at podforsaken and on Facebook, same thing. Let's do Devil in a Blue Dress. Isn't that like a thriller? Yeah. Hey, you said enough. movies with devil in the title. Oh, that's true. What about be be deviled? Is that a movie? What's what's the, what's the what's the movie with like the 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 <laughs> attractive British woman and she's the devil? And like, oh yeah, be deviled, be deviled, yeah. right? Look, we'll yeah. do that. That'd be a horror movie in Missy's book. So we can <laughs> totally. do that. Is that devil, devil's advocate? Oh look, we're just rolling. Oh wait, <laughs> De- be deviled. That looks like an indie horror movie. Yeah, Ooh, this, is, this is like a guy like a creepy. Oh, Creepy, like, mannequin or something? Maybe bedazzled? Is bedazzled? Vajazzled? <laughs> I don't know why I can't think of this this movie. But it's not really important. And we're just boring the shit out of wow. Lizard. Wow, bedeviled looks like a real pod forsaken movie. Okay. Bedazzled. I was right. It's bedazzled. Bedazzled. I was wrong the first time. That's a dumb name for the movie. Why didn't they call it bedeviled? <laughs> I think this has gone on well, well, much too long. All right. So... That's what we're doing next week. We're doing The Devils. This week, we're talking about May the Devil Take You. So who picked this movie? You did. That was I did. Uh, for, <laughs> this trick <is> on question. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> you won't trick me again, Rodney. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure you're paying attention. Um, so this is streaming on Netflix. This is a 2018 film from uh, Indonesia, written and directed by Timo Jahanto. I hope I'm saying that right. So I think, I mean, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but... Uh, are you guys familiar with Timo Jahanto's body of work? Yeah. Familiar, but I haven't hadn't seen any of it. <laughs> so, yeah, he I think the this theme of this episode is going to be how much I'm starting to really love Indonesian cinema, right? Yeah. 
because uh, our other favorite director, Joko Anwar, which mm-hmm. we've done two of his, we did, he did Satan Slaves and Impedigore, which we I talked about. I loved Impedigore so much. He's from Indonesia. And then The Raid is from Indonesia, although Gareth Evans is not. But a couple years ago, this movie called uh, The ABCs of Death came out. And it's like 26 short films. And each short film's title is like starts with a letter of the alphabet, right? And while most of it is not worth your time, there are a couple shorts that are great. And one of them is L for Libido. And L for Libido is the first short by uh, Timo Jahanto. And it was fucking amazing. And I, I was just like, whoever this guy is, is really fucked up. <laughs> and then like, I forget, a year later or maybe two years later, he had a short in uh, VHS 2, which he co-directed with Gareth, Gareth Evans, director of The Raid, right? Um, and that is called Safe Haven. And I, I've, I've mentioned that multiple times on this show. And I think it is the best short film ever made. <laughs> like, I think it is just fucking I, bonkers. For sure, it's the strongest in all the VHS movies. Yeah, maybe best short film ever is a little much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but it is by far the best horror short I've seen. And Chris, yeah. you've seen it. Missy, oh, yeah. have you seen it? No, no, but I, I maybe after this I will. It, it's... I, I, I gotta. I don't mean to go off track for, but every time I hear ABCs of Death, I always think of like Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, and like a bunch of slasher killers in a room, like Glengarry Glen Ross, and one of them's like, "Always be cutting." Like, <laughs> <laughs> coffee is for killers. <laughs> Why? Why did you? I don't mind know. Because the ABCs always be closing. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> That's funny. I remember you said there was another one that was really good near the end. Was I don't know if it was by the same guy that did the raid or no, no, no. The the last segment in ABCs of Death is like Z for this weird word. It's like Z Zet Mu. I can't say it. It's a Japanese word that I think Zentetsu means like or something. Yeah, it sounds like that, but it, it's from the it's from the director who did Tokyo Gore. Please. Tokyo yeah. Gore, please. Okay, so that's and the like, other one that you said was really good. I mean, look, if I took that short and just put it in the middle of Tokyo Gore Police, I think you would think it just belongs there. Like, it just feels like more Tokyo Gore Police. All I remember is, like, there's, like, a giant robot, and, it like, I think it steps on someone's head, and the head explodes. Uh, Zetsu Metsu. Yeah, I think, a ba- I think a baby might get stepped on, so trigger warning if that's, you know, freaks that's you That's Rodney's out. thing. <laughs> it's one of my things. <laughs> Yeah, people never talk about triggers in a good way. <laughs> Trigger warning, <laughs> you might explode. <laughs> so, look, I have been aware of Timo Jahanto. He, um, you know, in general, like, he seems to make cool shit. But I think what really sold me was when I saw his movie The Night Comes For Us on Netflix. Uh, and The Night Comes For Us is is like an action movie in the style of The Raid. And I, I personally think it might be the most violent action film I've ever seen. It's amazing. More violent so, than The Raid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, right. I like the Tokyo Gore Police. Missy, I've been, I, Missy, I've been telling you about The Night Comes For Us for I know, like years. I know. No, just, I know. She, just watch the movie. It's it's amazing. You're right. She doesn't I've have like... time or the subscription needed to watch it. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I do. I do if have you send me, of those If you send me $10, Missy, I will hook you up with Netflix. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I like, will. I will. Really... Oh, you, you can live stream me. I will FaceTime you as I watch it. And that I will sounds point. better. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, but before he made The Night Comes For Us, he made Made the Devil Take You. Made the Devil Take You is Timo Jahanto's first feature film, at least as a solo director. Whoa. Yes, so, this was his first solo movie. Right, he he often co-directs uh, with his, like, friend and, you know, fellow director named Kimo Stambol, 
as they like as a unit they call themselves the Mo Brothers. And so they've they've directed a couple films before, none of which I've seen. I think the most famous is one called Headshot, which is which stars Eco Uways from both The Raid and The Night Comes for Us. But this is, I guess, I guess at some point Timo was like, I want to do a horror movie by myself. So he made, yeah. made the devil take you. Do you know how and old that he is? is? A, I think he he's 87. Young. What? No, <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if we can expect a lot more from him. He's 40. Uh, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Okay. K- Kimo's 40. Is Timo's age up? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, they're both 40. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, Missy, where do you think Timo is from? I would think Indonesia, but is that not true? No. No, he's, he's from Germany. Well, he was born what? in Germany. Well, yeah, he was born in Germany, but he is an Indonesian really? citizen. Really? That's interesting. Uh, huh. And apparently he went to the School of Visual Arts in Australia. So he's he's wow. quite the quite the world traveler. Very cool. So May the Devil Take You. Let's let's dive into this movie. Basically, I would describe this movie sort of as like the Indonesian version of Evil Dead. Yep. How do you Okay, with like I a little sh- I read that description somewhere and I don't really like I don't think it's anywhere near as gory as Evil Dead. Well, I'm not comparing it in terms of the gore level. I'm just saying oh, in that's terms what of like, online it was comparing it to. I'm just talking about like the plot. You know, it's like yeah. about people the, no, trapped like the in a tone house with, and the plot. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm just that's what I read online and I, I didn't agree with that. I will mm. say I was while there is gore in this movie. I was kind of expecting a lot more, you know? Same. Um, again, f- I think I think it's because I saw The Night Comes for Us, and it's so gory that I was like, hoping for that level of it in this. Mm. But maybe because he made this one before Night Comes for Us, maybe like each movie he gets gorier, you know? <laughs> yeah. What was the? I'm curious about, did you find any information about the actual production of this? Because they both came out in 2018. I didn't do too much research on yeah. you know the deep dive of this movie yeah i read the wikipedia page and there's nothing if there's anything worth sharing i would have <laughs> i mean did you chris normally that's your job <laughs> yeah I, I looked into it a little bit i didn't find a lot it, it was mostly people being like this is indonesian evil dead yeah um so look the what do you guys think of this movie let's just start there there's parts of it i liked a lot but the it was like kind of missing something from you overall. So like I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think there are sequences I am in love with, uh, but the movie as a whole is a little stilted for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I I really I really liked it. And there were parts that I loved. But it, yeah, like I, I can't say that like I loved the movie, you know? I will say it scared the shit out of my wife though. Like, it was like <laughs> she, she was... She was just like, you know, doing the thing where like she covers her ears to try to like prevent the the loud noises from scaring yeah, yeah. her. And as soon as it was done, she was like, we have to watch, we have to watch like an episode of something funny to like erase this from my yeah. mind. I was like, okay. need a palate cleanser. It's a good sign. Um, and I, I was thinking about like, if you, if you are not into horror, if you watch this, this probably would scare the shit out of you. There's, There's a lot spooky of parts. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I, I was sitting there and my partner was in the room and I was like, why are you here? You shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> and she, she kept like keeping her eyes averted. And I'm like, I, I'm so inured at this point. I'm like, objectively, I know this is scary, but I'm like, good. That's a well-constructed horror scene. Yeah. Timo, good job. And she like glances at it and is like, <gasps> yeah, my husband yeah. got too spooked and just decided to fall asleep. <laughs> so he just slept. <laughs> I was, I was saying that like. I'm starting to feel like an old man because I'm getting that syndrome where like it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm, I'm getting like heavy eyes while I'm watching the movie and I'm like, stay awake. You got to stay awake. 
And my wife is like, how could you possibly fall asleep while this is on? <laughs> I was like, honestly, I could I could put like Texas Chainsaw Massacre on and just close my eyes and drift off, you know? <laughs> uh, what I wouldn't give to be terrified by a movie again. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I feel like this is, of the movies we've done for a while, this is the scariest. Yeah I, yeah, I think, I mean, I think this is a really effective movie. And and as we talk about it, we can discuss what does and doesn't work for us, right? But first of all, let's, let's just let's just dive into the, the main plot, right? So uh, it starts off basically with like a, a flashback to the past. And you see what this this guy whose first name is Lesmana, I believe it's his first name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically goes into this basement, we assume it's of his house. And there's this like, like a like a woman in like a white robe like basically she's a witch yeah he right? invites her in she comes to his house and she's gonna do some sort of ritual that's and, right and, yeah and, and it's not you're not really sure what she's doing there like is she some sort of like soothsayer and she's gonna like break a curse or you don't know and right. then she she takes him into the basement creates like a ritual circle with like ash i think or salt i don't know um and then ha- i was like okay okay this is cool this is cool and then there's just like ka-chunk a goat's head like a severed goat's head at her feet. I'm like, yeah. oh, this movie got hard fast. I'm thinking this. <laughs> and she basically asks him to like give her a couple things. So he has this suitcase and in it are like a couple stacks of bills. And like, because I don't money know. Bills. In- the money yeah, bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. And yeah, it's, it's not duck uh, bills. It's a wad of <laughs> the largest rupiah bill, which is 100,000, which is like <laughs> today it converts to like seven bucks. Okay, yeah, because like, I had no concept of how much money that is. Yeah, right? it was a, it, clearly a lot to him. Yeah, yes. well, it, you know, you got to figure, you got to factor in conversion, but then also like costs, right? So the average today, the average income in, in Indonesia, I believe is about the equivalent of like $10,000 a year. Okay. So okay. if that's like 600 bucks, that's like a lot of money. I mean, I think the implication is it's all his money. I think yes, that's what you're supposed to get. Yes, 100%. And he also, like, in the suitcase is, like, a like a braid of hair. like A long tied up. piece of, yeah. Right. Women's so, hair. You know, the, the woman, basically, she, like, burns the money, and he's, like, staring at her, like, what the fuck, right? Like, <laughs> um, and then she, like, she takes the hair and, like, swallows it. And then he's basically, like, you're a fucking sham and like, you know, she, I don't... she also rips out one of her own hairs and ties it around her finger and like offers it to him. Right. There's a lot of like hair being it was swallowed. It was pretty or... disturbing. I was actually still eating my dinner at this point and I was very like queasy. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this is a movie that gets an A plus for its hair work. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's so much hair work in this. Um, but then she basically starts like levitating off the ground and like, you know, crazy shit starts happening. And the room suddenly is like filled with like, like new bills, yeah. like fluttering around. Like yeah, it's just raining from the, the ceiling. And he like looks at the, the suitcase and it's now like overflowing with money. Um, and the goat resurrects. Yes. And the whole goat is standing there like, what mm-hmm. what noise does a goat make? It's not a, is it a ba? I guess it's ba. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. And so I forget what she says to him, right? But he, he, says, he like, accepts your oath. Right. And so she says, like, I believe in you now. Thank you. And it's like bowing to her. And so it's pretty clear that, like, he has traded something for money, right? Yeah. And we then cut to, like, the credit sequence where it's like, uh, it's like newspaper clippings talking about how this guy, Lesmana, has, yeah. you know, he went from, like, overnight to, like, being like a, like a, is he a real estate 
got he's, yes. he's, buying property, he's, he's like right? an overnight sensation and then he's buying real estate his wife dies tragically this is all just newspaper it says clippings. that the wife committed suicide right in right. the yeah. clippings yeah and then he remarries this like actress who has other kids well, wait, he was like he, really pretty he has a daughter from the first wife he's yes. a daughter from the first wife right so he, right. he, ha- he has a wife who he already had to be clear like he had a wife and daughter when he did this ritual at the beginning yeah so this so for me at this point the opening scene i loved i thought it was really good because it it just sort of threw you in was very well done and kept me guessing right and i was like oh that's awesome i love that like manifestation of like oh you've given your soul over to ball or whatever and he's gonna shower you with riches cool Done. Love it. Then it goes into the, the like, okay, title sequence with newspaper clippings. Okay, all right, I've seen this before, whatever. But, uh-uh-uh, here's what it does. Goes from the newspaper clippings to it then becomes a journal with all of their pictures, like the eyes are scratched out of the family members, and then, like, written around it in, like, crazed handwriting is the word sorry over and over. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking cool, because you've taken it out of being, like, this, you know, expo montage into it's a character thing now that actually does come back later. I really appreciated this. So that, that for me, I was like, okay, I see you, Timo. This is great. Yeah, it did a very good job, like, insinuating what was going to come without spoiling anything, also. Yeah. Yeah, I this was, this was cool. And I am surprised I understood it, because it was the first 10 minutes of the movie, but yeah. <laughs> so, Missy, you remember all this, right? I do. I mean, I was concentrating really hard, but yeah. She, she was trying to remember what noise a goat makes. <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to now, decide if that was the same goat from The Witch or not, or if there's just a lot of good acting goats. Oh, but. yeah, they couldn't afford that goat. No, okay. He blew up after that. <laughs> I'm starting to realize that, like, back in, like, the, the 50s and 60s, someone like Missy must have been in charge of the studios, and that's why they had those, like, overtures that played for, like, 10 minutes before the actual movie starts, you know? <laughs> like, you watch West Side Story, right? It's just, like, a, a whole bunch of fucking music for no, with nothing happening. <laughs> that's, yeah, every movie needs that. <laughs> I miss that. I, I wouldn't mind it. Like, it, you could put it in and still have, like, the skip overture section on Netflix, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, works for everyone. So so we then meet our main character, right? And our main character is named Alfie, right? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I don't know, is that is that a nickname? That's the only time, I think we only they hear her They call her that Alfie. the whole time. Yeah, no, yeah. She's, no, it's, she's, yeah, it's just Alfie. And in this general, is, she, like, there's some names here that, like, I was wondering, are if, like, they don't sound like Indonesian to me. Like, if yeah, that's like their. I did a little research into that. Um, so, Indonesia was a Portuguese and then Dutch colony, but they never really had it like a, you know, a, a, a real stranglehold on it like a lot of other colonies did. So, what you have is you have like half of the most popular names are Indonesian names, and then half of the most popular names are like Anglican and Germanic hmm. names. So, really? like Kevin. Kevin is one of the most popular names in Indonesia. That's no so weird. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, we have like we have a Maya, we have a Ruben, like yeah, just like very Lily, like just yeah, normal names. That's yeah. really fascinating. I did not know that. But I, I thought maybe maybe they were just changing the names for you know, like for English speaking audiences, but then they but then like the main the the dad's named Lesmana, and I was like, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound, you know, so yeah. Thank you, Chris, for, yeah. you know, this is like, that was the one moment of the show where we talk about something relevant and important. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I looked up what Alfie is. Alfie is a Germanic name meaning elf or the one who fights. Aww, oh, perfect. And that's yeah. relevant too, based on the plot of the film. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Um, so uh, what happens? What happens? We meet Alfie. Alfie's like, <laughs> how old is she supposed to be? In her mid-20s? She's in her mid-20s. Yeah, yeah mid-late 20s. 20s. Yeah. 
Um, and she's she's the lead. I'd say she's in, you know, 95% of the movie. And I thought she's really good. I really she's liked great. her. Yeah, yeah, she did a really I dug good her. job. Yeah, we meet her and she's traveling. Is she on the bus when we meet she's her? She's on the tr- bus I think or it's a train, train and it's like that very upsetting scene where like someone's groping her butt and she's like, oh, are you right, fucking right, right. kidding me? And she like yeah. moves to somewhere else in the bus. And- right. But then <laughs> she has clearly like pickpocketed that guy's wallet. Yeah, because she, yeah. she, like, goes- <laughs> and so I guess I was confused, right? Was she- so the dude was like groping her ass and she used that opportunity to pickpocket him. Well, she's like, serves you right, fucker. Like, I'm going to get something <laughs> out of this. Okay. I-, I just thought like, did I because that's how I saw it too but I was like maybe was it she was rubbing his ass to get his wallet but then she's like the worst that was a gross ever. dirty man hand okay I'm- all right all right you're right you're right I'm I'm just making sure <laughs> speaking speaking of by the way I just want to say on a previous episode we talked about society and in that episode you, you guys oh, gave me a whole God bunch of shit it. you gave me a whole bunch of shit saying that there was no debate team Right. And then I went back and I proved that they really are in the debate team. Congratulations. You won the debate. (laughs) It just took multiple episodes later. It was the debate team running the high school president nomination. Yes. And so we were were both both right. right. We were both right. And it was. It still it, hurts. Could, I mean, I'm still upset, but yeah. Should we? we can we get like transition music and like that like wavy effect over the film where it's like, let me take you back to Rodney's correct se- section. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here we are talking about society debate team. You idiot. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't heard that episode, you should go back. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Now you'll see that Rodney was correct. <laughs> okay. So she pickpockets this dude. And I don't really remember what it's not really important what happens right after she gets a call that like your dad's in the hospital. Right. And she goes to the hospital and well, she's on the bus first. And oh, right. Yes. Yes. Chris, go for it. And as she's on the bus, it's a very quiet, subdued scene. She's on the way to the, the hospital. The lights flicker out for a second. And when they flicker back on just for like two frames, there's like a ghost lady who's staring at Alfie. Yeah. And she disappears. I I bet Missy didn't see it. It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> uh, no, you... it happened. It happens so fast. It, it's okay. like a blink, blink, and you miss it. Moment. Yeah, and then and then she gets to the hospital, and when she gets in the elevator, I loved this sequence too. Yeah, this was great. She uh, so that she's in like a big steel door uh, elevator. It closes, and she shifts because she's looking at her phone, and you see her reflection doesn't move in time with her, like doesn't move in sync. And then you see another reflection of another, like a woman behind her. It was really cool. Right, and then she can she feels like something's watching her, and she like spins around, and there's you know no one in the elevator. She gets off the elevator, and that's when she runs into basically her stepmom. And that woman's three children, so her step-siblings, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got – help me out with the names, well, right? Well, I think only two of the siblings are there. I don't think the young one is at the hospital. Oh, you're right. She's you're right. not. It's it's Ruben's girlfriend. Yeah, Lily, Ruben's girlfriend. Um, and Ruben, Ruben's super nice. Her step – that's so, like the only one that's like really nice to her. So there's there's the stepmom who – I'm just going to refer to her as stepmom throughout that's, the – Yeah, that works. She's a bitch. She's uh, like this like very polished – like ex-actress and yeah who obviously married him for his money exactly right but now then, he's oh did we mention that he went bankrupt and yeah so something that was happened? in the subtitles yeah. i mean sorry the um scrapbook at the beginning like he goes he's gone bankrupt yeah. oh so, yeah this year. Important. so important. so you figure that there's something that happened where he broke the the devil's compact mm-hmm. 
And then are are these are her children are are they also Lesmana's children? No, or only are, the young one, only uh, Nara, that, okay. the young one. So she has she has a a boy named Ruben, and Ruben mm-hmm. is like he's you know he's around Alfie's age, like yeah. mid twenties. Yep. And then he has she has a daughter who is named Maya. Maya, and yes. Maya is also about the same age. Everyone's about in their twenties. Yeah. And then and you learn you learn a little later that she yes she has a much younger daughter named is it Nara I think yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That and I then, think is Lismana's. That's Lismana's kid as well, for sure. But yeah, Ruben is Ruben's super nice and has a girlfriend, Lily. Maya is kind of bitchy, like her mom. Right. And then Ruben has a girlfriend named Lily. Right. Yeah. Just like uh, that. Yeah. Yes. I'm just repeating what Missy <laughs> yeah. says. That's what I do. <laughs> and so, so they go into Lismana's hospital room, and I, I liked this. I dug it. I, I don't know. I was, I was on the fence because there's parts that I loved, and then there's parts where I was like, eh, it's a little much. Uh, Lesmana, basically the, the nurse is like, we don't know what's wrong with him, but he has extreme, super bad. He, he looks awful. Uh, <laughs> uh he is like covered in like these like boils and lesions. They were like, like it's... oozing. Like I was like, yeah. they don't, if they don't know what this is, they should assume it's contagious and very like dangerous. <laughs> like, I was a little surprised. <laughs> They're just letting the whole family in with no masks on, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah, this dude's got like open, gaping, oozing wounds. You know, <laughs> like it, it looks like someone just like shot him with like acid all over various parts of his body, and it's just like eating through his flesh. It's really gross. Yeah, yeah. but um, he has like the like part of the. It's not just like uh, rotten, right? He's got like these like carbuncles that are like coming out of his skin too. Yeah, yeah. they're like exploding, yeah. like, like huge and then, like, blood blisters. All of his like veins are really like you know purple. And he, so yeah, he's and he's unconscious and clearly so not doing well. He's at peak performance right now. <laughs> uh, he's basically like in a coma, right? He's not even. Yes, he is comatose. Yeah. Yes. And um, we learn that he like for ten years he hasn't been in contact with Elfie. So like after he left that wife to you know get rich and marry the new wife, they like he abandoned his daughter pretty much. And so I think the important thing that we learn here is that. He he owns a house, which we will come to learn is the house from the beginning of the movie. And the stepmom is interested in like, you know, selling it off or going through it and seeing what valuables there are because she's, you know, hurting for money. And so but it is in Alfie's name. This is the house that Alfie grew up in, like when she was a child until so her mother died. If I recall, like the 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 family, they all leave except Alfie. So just Alfie and her dad. And Alfie basically says to him while he's in a coma, basically, like, I hate you and I've always wanted you to suffer. But like now I see you're just pathetic. I'm just summarizing. Right. Yeah. She's like, now that I see you actually suffering, like there's nothing left to hate. So it's Um, not bringing me the satisfaction I thought it would. And then comes one of one of the parts I thought were just awesome. Right. Like this, basically the whatever the ghost woman that has been following her makes its first appearance. And like you see, it's Coraline's mom. (laughs) Wait, Oh, from uh, I don't remember Coraline well. <laughs> oh, when, with the button eyes. Oh yeah, the, the huge black voids. Yeah, I really like the creature design of this. Like it's uh, you know what? Like it's like a creepy long-haired witch woman with like these long, you know, claws, and it's yeah, like, like the longest fingernails you've ever seen that like clickety clack on everything. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I we totally skipped over the part where Lesmana wakes up. He wakes no, up. No, that happens uh, after. That happens this. in this dream oh. sequence or whatever oh, this like okay. weird right. sequence they're in. Yeah. So okay. The I don't know what to call her other than this evil. Just be the witch, witch lady. We can sure, call the her witch called. lady. 
she's like behind the curtain that like separates the hospital room. And it's like, so it's very like, it's like a lot of silhouette work as like the curtain is like getting closer yeah, to like her. Yeah, like a puppet show. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and she's just, I mean, look, I like, I personally would start screaming and run, but maybe she's just so gripped with fear. She could just sit there and like breathe heavily, you know? I think she assumes that she's seeing something like that is in her mind. It's unclear. I mean, she, she, she handles it about as well as I guess most people would handle it. Right. And the, the witch thing like attacks her and then she suddenly like wakes up and it like, you know, thinks it's a hallucination. And that's when the family comes running back in. Dad has like, he like sits up and starts screaming. And this part was awesome. He like jumps on Lily, the girlfriend, and just starts like vomiting blood like all <laughs> over her face. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. But again, like them being like, we don't know what it is. And then like, he just vomited blood on the entire family. Everyone's like, damn, that was weird. Yeah. Not like, holy fuck, do I have what he had? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, and obviously, the blood is like black almost. It's like like goopy. It's so you know, gross. That's sort of one of my minor complaints with the whole movie is that all the the gore and goo is mostly like black blood, right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I, there is red red blood in the movie when people get injured and shit. It's just like there's so much of the black blood or whatever it is that it it kind of. I think that's I supposed know. to be like when like the blood is like evil. Like it's not like I don't know. Yeah, I'll I, like I'll buy it. I mean, it's it's fine. But I look, the dude definitely throws up like bl- blackish blood all over the girl, and I was like, okay, cool, we're in for that kind of movie. I love it. And that kind of reminded me a bit of like uh, Drag Me to Hell. Like I felt mm-hmm. like there's some Drag Me to Hell vibes mm-hmm. here too. Yeah, I got I got strong Drag Me to Hell vibes for sure. So all you know, whatever. This is a whole lot of fucking setup to get us to like the actual point of the movie. And the point of the movie is that like Alfie goes back to her childhood home where I would say, what, 90% of the movie takes place. Mm -hmm. And while she's there, like, you know, she goes back to her childhood bedroom. And, like, she clearly, no one has been here in a long time because, like, there's, like, fucking dust on everything. Like, there's old photos of her that she's, like, wipe the dust off. You see the the tried-and-true method of, like, here's, like, the marks on the wall to show how she got taller over time, you know? Yeah. Um, But then she finds the basement, and the basement door is like nailed shut. There's like multiple padlocks on it. There's like these flyers that I assume are like prayer flyers that like, you know, it's it's clearly like something evil is being kept in yeah. the basement. Right? It's like those seals that you see. Yeah. What happens from here? Like the, she then goes upstairs, right? She's just like looking around like reminiscing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, and then she hears some noises. She's like, she hears like creaking or something and she goes upstairs and we see like, you know, something run by the camera and we're led to believe it's a ghost, but it's not. It's actually it's more scary. <laughs> it's her. It's her younger half sister, Nara, who is what, like 10? Approximately? Well, younger. I think she's probably more like seven or eight. Uh, OK, sure. She's a young girl. And then downstairs in come stepmom, Ruben and Maya. Right. And so stepmom's basically like this place is disgusting. Let's let's <laughs> let's pick it over. Let's see if we can find anything of value. You know, it's sort of implied like before Alfie like sells sells it out, but like they don't realize Alfie is there, and she quickly like sh- you know makes herself known. And man, the stepmom really doesn't like her, and she doesn't really <laughs> like stepmom. That's fair. And uh, you know, not 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 a lot happens for a little bit here. It's just sort of like they 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 argue with each other, and then yeah, Alfie like, like really- basically 
accuses her of uh, being unfaithful and the stepmom slaps her. Yeah. Right. They have a very tense dinner and they're like, my mom was with him before he had anything and she gets betrayed and like, like, don't talk to my mom. The sister's like, Maya's like, don't talk to my mom like that. And she's like, she's not my mom. I can talk to her wherever she wants. And yeah, that's when she gets slapped. Yeah. yeah. And so basically stepmom is like, let's pry open the basement door. There could be good shit down there. Right. Um, and look, and- I, I, I found I found it interesting, like the way that they shot that, because like the so it's it's I feel like for me, aside from, aside from the opening scene, like the travel stuff, the stuff in the hospital and like a lot of the vibe of like the first 25, 30 minutes of the movie, I was getting like really strong. It follows vibes with like a very unstated synth track, like a lot mm. like. The, the tone was like, all right, here we go, like tense, 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 scare, like subtle scare following you, building tension. And then just like a lot of like, you know, boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, 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 of like a bus moving and shit. And then we get to the house and it very quickly becomes like Evil Dead uh, in terms of like the way it's shot and styled. Yeah, they're like, like basically once they open the, the basement door, which is like probably like, yeah, 25 minutes in. Right. Subtlety, but, subtlety goes out the door. Yeah. But even it, and for me, it's like that moment was like the, so Ruben is watching Maya and Maya's like, what are you staring at the door for? And she just like <laughs> rips all the seals off. Yeah. It's all these like and, weird, like symbols that clearly yeah. like mean something, but we're not told yeah. what they mean. It's some sort of like ancient magic type thing. That's, that's what I got from it. But then the way that this sequence is shot, it just it just stood out to me as like very interesting. And I, I don't know, maybe it's like a symptom of like Timo finding his voice as like a solo director. But it does this like very quick montage of she rips the stuff off and then Ruben's in the background. He shrugs, lifts up like a little uh, toolbox, and then it cuts to an insert of him grabbing the toolbox real quick. And then just like real quick montage of him cutting off the locks with or smashing off the locks with the hammer. And the way that was shot, I know I've parked on this for a while. It just it felt like such a big swing in tone where I was like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm watching a different movie right now. And I wonder if that was intentional because the movie becomes a completely different movie from this point on. I mean, one, I'm not going to say a completely different movie. I mean, it's it's still it in terms of like how it's shot. And yeah, the pacing. Okay. I like I guess I know what you're saying, but I also don't feel like I need several minutes of him actually prying locks off a door. You know, like, sure. No, I don't know. I, I, I you don't even need that. Like you can just like have him like grab a hammer and just go clunk and then cut and you know that the door is open now right but like the way that they chose to do that felt very much like an homage to sam raimi oh i mean i look it has been so long since i've seen the original evil dead that like i can't really reference like you know what shot looks like what yeah i mean i'm thinking of like in the scene in the the tool shed when he finds a chainsaw you know okay i mean anyway whatever (laughs) i all i'm saying is i think he successfully homaged in certain moments and i liked it and it felt okay. like a very strong choice yeah i mean like there is no way that that timo Johanto has not seen evil dead and there is no way this movie is not in some ways an homage right it is so clearly yeah. meant to be his his take on evil dead <laughs> and and i i specifically mean the first evil dead that is like not very funny like i know some people find it humorous but it does not have that like goofy comedy that comes in the later films you know yeah i can yeah. see it more with that evil dead i but not the like the new evil dead the newer this one. is like th- this is definitely like the remake i don't know i don't know why i disagree yeah. I but okay yeah i can well, see that yeah yeah whatever my point is this movie's not funny that's what i'm saying there's no right. comedy in this movie right so uh meanwhile while they're opening the door alfie's upstairs and she like goes into her dad's office 
and just finds, you know, he left the worst desk possible. <laughs> Was that like a cut up animal? It looked like a dead bunny that he'd yeah. been like cutting yeah, pieces it- of. And yeah, she finds like these weird pictures of this. Like this is the diary at the beginning where it's like, sorry, with like his mom's, her, Alfie's mom's picture. Yeah. In the diary, um, written sorry all over it and like yeah. other really creepy pictures. It's literally like the, like, I don't even know why he just left like a dismembered animal corpse on his desk. Yeah, I guess he was doing magic. That's all yeah. I can say. He was trying. He was experimenting because he it, didn't know how to do yeah. magic. So he was trying to figure it out. So basically they opened the basement door <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm going to get through this fucking movie. They opened the basement and I, door. I dug this sequence. <laughs> yeah, this part was awesome. Yeah. Because like basically, basically the Alfie comes like sees this shit comes running downstairs and they've opened the door and Alfie's like, no, don't fucking open it. Don't open it. Don't open it. Because in the in the book, there's like, you know, diagrams of the seal on the door. uh, Mm Yeah. The paper seals. And then the stepmom is like, you fucking bitch. Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. Why are you (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, as they're arguing, the youngest girl, Nara, is like, mom, mom. Um, seeing something in the dark of the the cellar doorway, and it's just pointing. And I I like how he did this because like Nara sees something, but for a long while we don't see anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, at this point, don't we see like almost? It looks just like a little pocket of air like floating out. Oh yes, when the Nara. door opens. Yeah, you're right. yeah. Um, it it looks like, like it goes. It look it goes like right up to Nara, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's like a shimmering cloud. It's clearly like a spirit. And it's, mm-hmm. I was unclear if it, like, went into her or just, like, around her. Yeah. But it comes out of the basement. And, yeah. So Maya's, like, trying to help and get them to shut the door. And, <laughs> nope. and then, like, the witch, the witch's claw, like, grabs stepmom and At drags her. We just yeah. see her on the ankle and we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and and then, it, like, it, like you know, they, they try to hold her, but they can't. And she's dragged down into the basement. Well, I thought yeah. it was funny, too, because, like, Reuben is grabbing her. And then, like, he's the only one helping for a while. And then, then like, finally, Elfie starts helping. But, like, Maya doesn't help at all. She's just like, mom, mom. And then she wants to go down there after she gets dragged down. But she doesn't help at all. I'll try to keep her yeah. up. <laughs> I, 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 this, that was, that part of the, I, overall, I like the sequence. That one part kind of bump me because it was like it just felt like everyone was just kind of standing around it felt like you know uh, uh like group minion tactics when they're like all like standing around waiting to fight the hero one by one mm-hmm. you know it i it just it, i don't know there's something about the blocking the way it was presented i just and i didn't if you want to tell me that like oh everyone's frozen in fear that's what i'm gonna like, tell you yeah, but i <laughs> but i feel like there weren't like the close-ups that you would get of people being like <gasps> you know like, yeah. it was just sort of everyone in the background just like, ah, uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands right now. Yeah, I mean, because the kids, even though, like, they obey everything the mother says, they clearly, like, kind of know their mom's a bitch, too, and hate her. So it's like, okay, maybe the kids are fine with this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a little, little weird to me. I, I understand what you mean. But again, like, uh, I think that note, Chris, sort of applies throughout the film. Yes. Yeah. And that that's one of the things that continued to bump me. Same. As, Same here. Yeah. Yeah. I, but again, it's like, I get it because you're right. I can just explain it like they're terrified because some kind of weird claw is trying to drag their mom down into the basement. Right. And then I was thinking, like, look, if my mom, if that happened to my mom, Part of me would be terrified and want to run away, but another part would be like, I got to go down there and try to help her. But like when you combine that with the fact that it was like a clawed hand and the door was padlocked and there were like fucking <laughs> prayer you know, pamphlets on the door mm-hmm. and there's like an altar upstairs like to, with dead animals in it. Like 
now now it's starting to be like maybe we shouldn't go down there. <laughs> but they leave the door open and it, it does not take long for mom to reappear. <laughs> yes, and I loved this. I thought mom was so fucking cool looking. Mm-hmm. Like she comes back up and like her eyes are like all black. She her skin's like gray. You know, she's she's a demon now, right? And she like like kind of spider crawls up the wall and is like hanging from the upper corner of the room, right? It looked good and- too, yeah. effects. Well, that that happens. So she comes out and she like is like gnashing and like swatting at them and stuff. And she ends up like jumping on the kitchen table and like attacking the light hanging from the ceiling like a cat because right. she's like, the lights have to go out. And it's just so weird and so primal. And I that I loved. And then she basically attacks Maya, who's like, mom, 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 and full on like bites and locks, like latches down on her forearm. Gets a huge chunk of her arm. (laughs) Yeah. And Alfie then takes the hammer and just, this was very evil dead. Just like, wonk, it goes into her skull, smashing it, and mom falls over dead, presumably. Right, with the, like the hook part of the hammer. Yes. Yeah, with the claw. You're right, um, I skipped over that. Yeah, and then mom sits back up, throws the hammer out, and starts f- levitating. Yeah, and I, you thought that was going to kill the mom because she's like de- like not doing anything for like 10 seconds, but yeah. then she's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I, I thought the, the levitating, uh, like claw- crawling up the wall looked really mm-hmm. good. Like that, yeah. that's showing the action chops. It, no, it, it looked awesome. I'm not even sure how they did that, you know? like Yeah, I'm presuming wire work that they just VFXed out. Yeah, that's probably the easiest solution as opposed to like a rotating set or something, you know? Right. But maybe because uh, it, it did like the physics of it looked really good. And um, she says, isn't this where she says the line? She says like, like, like souls for fortune. Yes. Mm-hmm. As though you didn't understand that. But just fortune to be clear, will be paid for with souls. Yeah. I mean, right. th- and this introduces a lasting mystery. Whose fortune? Whose souls? I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the next movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very unclear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, at this point, like, if you haven't figured it out, right, it's like the, the dad, he, like, basically gave up the souls of some amount of people in his family for a lot of wealth. And, like, it's it's very obviously insinuating that that's what happened to the first wife. Right, that he basically traded his first wife's soul. And that was, like, her hair that she, that, that, that was brought down the, to the basement. So... Basically, she crawls up and then she does the mom run back into the basement? No, she no, runs she out runs the, the window, window outside. She, That's yeah. right. And that I didn't understand, right? Like, I feel like like this is going to fall all under like demons be weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, because she's attacking them and then she just decides I'm going to jump out the window and run off into the rainy night. And there's like a massive storm raging. <laughs> but like, why? I, I genuinely don't know, right? Like, No, it makes yeah. no sense. Because, like, I mean, yeah, they're, like, fighting back. But, like, she clearly would have won that fight if it happened long enough. So she just goes out into the wilderness to, like, eat small animals. And stuff. Right. He, yeah, and, and I guess that, she just has to, like, get her energy back or something. Yeah. Uh, she expended a lot of energy. Got to get those electrolytes back. It's a tough work <laughs> killing four kids. Um, no, I mean, it's this is this is this movie, unfortunately, has a chapter of sequences that end with the rest of the movie has to happen. So yeah. we got to yeah. stop right now. That, I mean, so, from this point on, like, I think the, I love the first chunk of the movie and I liked later chunks, but this middle chunk lasted too long, I think. Because the movie's yeah. almost two hours long. It should have been a 90-minute movie, and I think it would have been a lot better. 
Yeah, there, there's also, like, a lot of weird character choices that happen here. Yeah, yes. like, weird character choices like, and, like, repetitive stuff. Right, what? like, like Ruben, immediately after the mom runs through one of the windows into the, the rainy night, he just, like, takes a, a cupboard and, like, puts it in front of the shattered window. And I'm like, mm -hmm. there's a door, there's another window, mm -hmm. like, I, okay, I guess. We're trying to keep the rain out. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's <laughs> just, it just seems like... Well, uh, so anyway, what happens is no. Um, here, here's the thing: like in Evil Dead, right? They quickly again. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but they try to leave, and they find out that like the bridge has been washed away or whatever, right? Right. So they well, are. They, they also are find all their cars are like damaged. Like, right. It's yeah. So mom ran out instead of killing them right now. Mom ran out to take all of the like to destroy the cars. Right. And oh, just so we're clear, this house is obviously in the middle of nowhere, right? Like, <laughs> if that wasn't obvious. Yeah, it's in the middle of Cleveland. There's plenty of people around. And so th this is one of those things. This is where it starts to bump me, because I know what you mean, Chris. Like, we got to keep everyone in the house so scary shit can happen and the movie can happen. Right. But like, I applaud the movie for very quickly getting to demons are on the loose. Right. Right. But all of the characters at this point have seen mom as a demon. They've seen the, the weird altar. They've seen the, the basement door. They saw her crawl up the wall and get hit in the head with a hammer and get back up, right? At this point, don't you all just say, I don't care how much it's raining. Let's just start running down the road, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's my instinct, but their instinct is like, basically well, that's, she's that's what out. Ruben says to do. Right. He, he says let's well he says let's go also because like maya's arm has been injured we need to take her to the local village to get it treated but then and alfie's you know, like no because your little sister is little she's little and like yeah. little kids she'll drown with that much rain right <laughs> yeah um, yeah that, this didn't really make much sense no, no because they're they're I, I mean i understand the logic of like yo the evil demon mom is like out in the woods somewhere but like you don't think she's going to come back? And like, what do you, what do you, what is the benefit of staying in the house? And yeah. so and they honestly, decide D&D uh, &D and horror movies have the same rule. Never split the party. Yeah. Never split up. And you're splitting the party into like a small child on one side and the injured lady on the other side. Like, yeah, so. they had, uh, all right, Alfie and Ruben were like, all right, we're team captains. Who do you want? And Alf, uh, Alfie's like, I'm going to take Maya. And Ruben's like, damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, like look, I get I get splitting up if there's like a mystery. You're like, what happened to, to Sarah or whatever, right? right. Like or like her. I have to go flip the breaker over here and somebody has to be here to like, you know, hit the generator button or whatever the fuck. Right. But in this case, it's like, why? Why would you ever split up after what you just saw, right? But they decide to do that because that's what the movie needs, right? So basically you follow like Alfie and uh sorry Nara like hanging out basically like you know in the in Alfie the and Maya go into the woods and yeah. Ruben and uh, Nara sorry my bad yes Ruben stays Ruben stays behind so I gotta tell you the part where Alfie and um Maya go into the woods and they find mom I thought that was pretty cool it was yeah. pretty pretty <laughs> creepy yeah they're uh, they're like like walking down you know like this dirt road it's raining and like just like kneeling in the path is stepmom like She's like eating a dead rabbit or something. Yeah. But the only thing here that annoyed me was they keep their flashlight on, but they're hiding. Like, yes. like turn your flashlight off, dum dums. Yeah. Uh, no, and there was then, a lot of that. There were multiple times where someone has their flashlight on. I'm like, you know, she can see that, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, and then, and then so uh, uh, Alfie is like, I'll distract her after they're hiding. And she like runs out to find the mom. And meanwhile, Maya like looks into Alfie's backpack and finds the dad's scrapbook with all the stuff that's like sorry and the eyes crossed out. Right. And Maya's like, we're 
would you did you hate us are you doing this and i was just like yeah like did you uh, plan this all like are you have you been stalking us like yeah and i it, at that point i was like that would actually be really cool and would explain why alfie wanted to split them up mm-hmm. but that's not what happened no <laughs> right i was confused because that wasn't her scrapbook right that was the dad's, that was scrapbook. dad's scrapbook correct that's thought, what she yeah. found in the office yeah and also like the 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 stepsister being concerned about whether her i guess half sister likes her no stepsister whether her stepsister likes her or not this is not the appropriate time to be worrying no, about this, you are you know? extremely injured can't protect yourself and also like of course she hates you like you ruined her your mom ruined her life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and like i gotta tell you even even if I was hanging out with my worst enemy, if there was a demon hunting me, I'd be like, I, I can put aside my hatred for a bit, right? Like let's work, <laughs> let's just work to get to the village. But I, I don't even, why are they why did they go out in the rain? I don't even know. They like, went to the village to get treatment because she's like, your wound's gonna get uh my, right, uh, but they, uh Alpha's like, your wound's gonna get infected. We need to walk to the village down the road. Right. But get, then they get they get like they get separated. Like basically, no, Maya mom, runs away and's like thinks she's trying to thinks uh Alfie's going to murder her or something. So Maya runs oh, away. Oh, because of the crap yeah. Which, uh, sure. And surprise, surprise, she runs into her demon mom, um, Maya, right. and like beats the shit out of her with like a flashlight. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, I thought that was... Yeah, was, Maya like, beats was, the like, shit out of the mom. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, yeah, I was surprised she got so much like, it seemed like she really got to the brain matter. There's a lot of squishing sounds. Yeah, this is one of those times where like, I, I kept, there's a lot of parts in the movie. I mean, again, the movie is gory. It's definitely like a hard R, but I, I thought it would like cut to her, like smashing the face with the flashlight. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, it's only like the, the camera's only on Maya. So you're kind of just seeing like a flashlight hitting, you know, something off camera and yeah. like some blood is spraying up. It's the insinuation. And, but... and I guess that's what I'm saying is like, I just kept thinking the movie was going to go a little further with its gore than it does. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it doesn't go as far so it leaves me room to like pick at the plot stuff and the mm-hmm, character stuff. Totally. Whereas if you were like going balls to the wall, like you, uh, we see her just completely smash her mom's face and she's just a headless corpse. Yeah. That then like in an evil dead way still sits up and tries to kill her. Ooh, yeah. Like then I'm like, oh fuck, that's crazy. That would make up for a lot. There, there is one gore scene that happens later that almost makes up for yeah. some of this. I, but yeah. I thought that was a high point. I really liked that. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah. The, so. Um, yeah. You know, so then, what you're what you just said, Chris, is is why I like the Evil Dead remake so much, right? Because mm-hmm. like it is also guilty of a lot of the same character stupidity that this is, but because the on screen gore is so fucking bonkers that it kind of just won me over, right? Yeah, exactly. that's what you end up remembering, right? Instead of right. yeah. Right. Which, yeah, I, I just wish he had gone further, and maybe maybe they shot it and it didn't look good. I don't know, but yeah, it but it. Again, there's a lot of like on-screen demon shit in this movie. A lot of people with, like, you know, sharp teeth and black eyes and, you know, crazy dirty hair and shit. It's just the same thing over and over. Yes, yeah. it is a lot of the same thing. Yeah. The if, next if, sorry. Uh, sorry, if if building uh sorry, if making a movie is building a house, sometimes you don't get all your your boards completely lined up. <laughs> you got to you got to slather on a shit ton of gore or something to like cover that up. This I can see like the the clapboards are like not connected, you know, so it looks a little I I see the flaws in your movie because you didn't distract me with something else. I I, to be fair, at least from my perspective, I know we're like nitpicking, but I still think it's a really well directed movie. 
I think Absolutely. like yeah. I think okay. this this is very indicative of his style and I I think he's a very strong filmmaker. But, you know, what are we going to do? Just talk about how how great all the parts we liked were? No, 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 no. we got to we got to contextualize the things that don't work and why when, as M- Missy and I were watching it, we had this experience. Yeah, I, look, I again, I I'm in most agreement with you guys, right? Like when throughout the movie I was like I'm both really digging this but there's also something not quite right, you know, like there's right. not, yeah. I'm not, it's not quite winning me over either. Right. It's, it's the brakes are still on a little bit and it's making me feel the bumps. Whereas if you just mm-hmm. fucking go balls to the wall, crazy and gory, I would be just, I'd be captured yeah. by the and Maybe ride. that was a budget thing or like, I don't know. But yeah. the next scene is actually the one that annoyed me the most oh, of the whole movie. This um, scene. It makes no fucking sense. Basically after my, uh, after my, uh, kills her demon mom which is she really dead can you kill a demon mom i don't know uh the 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 apparently hammer didn't do it but yeah so she's not moving anymore she um reuben has called up his girlfriend to help them because they have no way of leaving so lily pulls up and maya's like goes up to her car and is being so creepy before this you skipped over a bunch of stuff oh did i sorry yeah the uh so reuben calls lily and yeah. he's sitting in the bedroom oh, with yeah. Nara. <laughs> yeah, this was done and, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ruben calls Lily and Lily immediately is like, just like the battle axe girlfriend. Like, yeah. why did you bring me with you? What are you doing? And he's like, hey, uh, my mom's dead. She's a demon. And she's like, what? And then it goes beep, beep. And it's like, <laughs> your phone died. You're the only person with a phone. And, and you didn't call for help. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because like Nara's like, or they're like, you should call for help. And he's like, How? <laughs> yeah, they- you're right. You're right. Why, like as soon as soon as they're attacked by Demon Mom, why has he not used his phone to call anyone, especially yeah. the police? Yeah. Um, but instead, as soon instead, as it yeah, dies, he's like, "Damn it! I I was gonna call them for help, and now I can't. <laughs> like, right. You've had your phone alone with you for the past thirty minutes. Doing yeah, nothing. he was just like <laughs> playing, you know, a uh, brick break or some shit. He's just like, bloop bloop. Uh, and no, and, come on, and Flappy no, Bird, don't fail and, me now. And no one else has a cell phone? No one? They're like, really? oh, everyone else is just dead or something. They said, it's like, is your phone dead too? My phone's dead. Oh. Right. And again, I understand, look, you got to explain those things. But like, I don't know. I would I would much prefer just like supernatural demon shit has prevented the phones from working. You yeah, know? Or like exactly. there's no service because they're in the middle of nowhere or something. Right. Or they're in like a time void or whatever. They're like in the demon realm. I don't know. Yeah. But like, whatever. No, dude, I'm, I was totally with you. I was like, wait, what, like you're only calling now. And like, why are you like, why are you allowing time to pass where your girlfriend's just yep. yelling at you yeah, as opposed you're... to saying, just shut the fuck up and listen to me. My mom is dead. You need to come here right now. Call the uh-huh. cops. Right. Right. Like, it's very, it's very stupid. And uh, but he, he does have time to send his location. You see him push that and then his right. phone dies. Right. So, so that's how she knows where to go. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so then. Maya comes back, but in the meantime, he's like, Nara, just sleep in this room. You'll be safe. Yeah, and just here. I'll what? just tuck you into bed and and you just get some sleep all alone in this bedroom. Yeah, I know you just saw, you know, your stepsister bash our mom's head in with a hammer, but it's time for you to go night night. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, no sense. No sense to me. No, I dude, I'm, I'm, I think in, in, in almost every part of this movie is, is a character doing a thing that makes no sense. And not just like you go to bed in this room, you go to bed in this room and I'm going to leave you alone. Yes. <laughs> right. But not again, guard good you. with the bad. I liked, of course, Nara wakes up in a dark room by herself and she yeah. hears something. I liked this sequence. I thought it was, it was awesome. well done. 
This was cool. Yeah, this, yeah. this was cool. She hears like her mom's voice coming from the the, the dresser, like the bureau, and it's We've like seen you know that like um that glimmery spirit thing fly into the dresser, right? That we saw come out of the basement. And she like I forget what the voice is saying, but like you know Nara, like help me. It's know, like I'm like, so lonely. It's so dark in here. Come, you're like, my only hope, Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. uh, and she like. She like opens the 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 bureau and inside is like a painting of is it her her mother? Or yeah, she like opens of... it a crack and sees these two eyes in the dark. Let's it's go. It's very creepy. It was very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and then she opens it again. And it's a it's a portrait. And so she gets back into bed and is I guess she's just like even though I saw what I saw earlier and I heard the my mother talking to me clearly I'm okay. I guess I'll go back to sleep. And then like you know out of focus you see like you know a woman like crawling out of the cabinet. And like crawl under the bed and the bed starts like thumping as something's under there. Uh, this whole sequence was really good. Yeah. I forget. How does it resolve? Basically, Alfie or first Ruben runs in and is like trying to save her. Alfie runs in and they're trying to pull Nara so she doesn't get sucked under the bed. And the witch lady is grabbing Maya. I mean, sorry, is grabbing Alfie on her wrist where she has these three big scrapes already from when her mom got taken when she was a kid. So, right. Well, we don't know this. Like, we see this from the first time we meet Alfie. No, we see yeah. She, she's yeah, got but we've these seen scars. flashbacks by this point of her but mom we, being like sucked. Yeah, but you don't uh, see how she got the. We scars saw flashbacks up. of yeah. her mom being sucked. <laughs> Excuse you? Sucked Did we watch into, the same movie? <laughs> sucked into some room. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we see, we see like the mom's nail scratch her arm. At, yeah. at this, at this point, Missy, what I'm had. saying is, for about for about an hour of the movie. You have no idea why she has scratches on her. Okay, eye. I thought we'd seen that already. My bad. No, you you're having some kind of episode. You're having an episode. <laughs> so I just thought she was like depressed and she's a cutter. I thought she just cut her own wrist a bunch, but that's not what you find out. Yeah, uh, there I, was a great I, moment here where where Nara's being sucked under the bed and like you see the evil witch's like feet are like you know hanging out, and so Ruben goes to grab the feet to like pull her out, and the witch's head like comes out as though she's how to describe this as though as though her head is coming out of where her ass would be <laughs> none of you like that you know what i'm talking about it's yeah good. i thought it was i thought it was cool i you know if if the movie's gonna be like uh you know the monster wrecked our cars and my phone oh i have i have one battery i have like one percent on my phone hold on i just gotta you know send this text real quick to my friend to say i can't make the movie tomorrow then i will call for help if you're gonna do that stuff like for my money why not just i mean again it's easier to you know monday morning quarterback but like why not just have like the little girl pass out and that's why they can't bring her in the rain because it's like oh i'd have to carry her for six miles and i don't know if i'd be able to escape the mom brilliant brilliant chris and then yes. she's like asleep in the room as like uh alfie comes back and ruben's like oh should i leave her i guess i'll leave her i'm just gonna be right here yeah you know? i gotta go to the bathroom i'll be right yeah, back right and and it's like that that just neatly simply ties up all this stuff. Yeah, and so then people are making like idiots, but it's yeah. still the same thing. Right. And it's like I've seen the little girl or like the somebody passes out from fright a million times, but like At least I don't know, sense. it's just simpler. Yeah. Yeah. But like from this like encounter with the witch trying to pull them all under the bed, Alfie's arm has this like mark kind of left on it where she was grabbed. Mm. And Maya's like fingers are like they look like Nara's. Nara's. Sorry, uh, the little, the little sister. The little sister. Yeah, sorry. Um, it kind of looks like um when we watch Hansel and Gretel. Yes. Where the witch's fingers are all like blacky purple. 
Yeah, it's like, like her, her, like the first two knuckles of all of her fingers are like putrefying or necrotizing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they've like both been like marked or touched or something by the witch from this right. encounter. And so, you know, whatever they, 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 Nara does not get sucked under the bed. They pull her free. Uh, I really don't remember what happens here, but I remember that like. Well, then, then we just cut to the next morning. Right. And this is, this is the part that bugs me the most. This is the part that bugs me the most that I tried to jump yeah. to. Yes. Yeah. It's now fucking broad daylight. There is no more rain. It is just a like, and they're just sitting in the living room. And I'm like, why are you still sitting here? And Ruben hearing my question was like, my girlfriend Lily's on the way. So I'm like, didn't you call her hours ago? Like, what right. the fuck? Like, it was nighttime when you called her, right? She had to go yeah. to, she had to get some sleep before she... Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you she see them wake up. She had to go home and up. charge her phone, because all phones only last five minutes. Mm-hmm. You see that, like, Ruben wakes up. So they have actually fallen asleep, and... And, and, and they're, they're not, like, concerned, like, was anyone keeping watch? Yeah. Where's yeah. mom? They've been attacked by, like, witch demons multiple times at this point. Right? They're, they're all, all sleeping like, like a baby. And then, I think this, Missy, is when the hammer scene happens, Yeah, right? well, first Maya comes back and sees them all and looks at them, but none of them notice Maya's back. That she just like looks at them all and was like, okay. And it's like looking at them like she hates them and then goes out to the car where Lily is trying to like, she's like right. stuck in the dirt. Lily, Lily basically is almost at the house and she, her car is yeah stuck in the mud. And at this point is Maya, I guess Maya is like half possessed. Well, well by what? Maya's acting evil and crazy, but for no reason. She I, shouldn't be. I thought she was possessed. She's got to be possessed. By what, though? By, by, the, the, by the, sh- the shimmering cloud thing that flies around. I, yeah. The, this is well, this is what the, I mean. The, like, I don't think that she was possessed. I think she was just being weird. I'm telling you, Missy, she's possessed because she fucking murders her Lily with a hammer. I know, but she's act like she's acting crazy. But well, I don't see what she's possessed by. What do you mean and you don't I, see what she's possessed? But did you watch the same movie? There's like a demon that's going around possessing people. Who, who else it, does it, it possess? It just possesses it, the mom and turns her into a demon. But Maya's I think it, still, I think Maya's when, not a when, demon. When she kills the mom for the second time in the woods with the flashlight, I think the, the demon transfers into her body. She's still acting kind of normal, though. Like, she looks normal and stuff. I, I, I agree with you that, like, it's weird because when the mom is possessed, she's immediately turned into, like, black-eyed demon monster. Well, but, but Maya she also is, is able to do the revert thing when Maya's about to kill her again. Like, she turns oh, back into the mom. Right, right. Look, here's what happens, all right? Lily is stuck in the mud, and Maya comes walking up, and Lily was like just rolls her window down a bit, and she's like, oh, hey, you're here. And she and Maya Maya's like, hey, will you open the door so I can get in? And, and Lily sees in the rearview mirror that she's holding a hammer behind her back. And I, she I like that. I really like the yeah, blocking of that. Me too. Yes, it was very tense. And she's like, why do you have a hammer? And Maya just starts like bashing through the fucking. Well, uh, she goes, oh, talk to Ruben and then just throws the phone in. And Lily like fully leans over and is like, I will fetch. My my <laughs> Labrador instincts have kicked in. I'll get the ball. And I'm just like, what? You saw she has a hammer. Why would you take your eyes off her? Also, why didn't you just shut the window? And yeah. Lock the door? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, none or like of these try to reverse. Sh- I don't know. It's just very, again, it's just like every time that a character can just stop being a character so that the movie can do what it wants to do, they do, and that that really bumped me. Yeah, I agree. But like, look, I, I dude, I'm totally with you. But like, her car is stuck in the mud; she can't go sure. anywhere. 
But, but like, she doesn't like try to crawl over. She doesn't try to open the door and push her away. She doesn't try to reverse. She doesn't she just... try to o- close the window the rest of the way. Yes, right. I thought it was really weird that she doesn't try to close the window. But <laughs> from her perspective, right? Like she must be so confused. Like the last time she saw Maya, she was like, you know, like just she was a normal person, though kind of a bitch. And now she's like shown up at this house and Maya's standing outside her car with a, with a hammer. So she has no reason to think that well, like, except like, for that Ruben was like my mom was possessed oh that's true good point that's a good point I don't know <laughs> whatever it, you know Maya beats Lily to death with a hammer right and this also and we don't it, see it, any of it it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't shown it's one of those yeah. like she she gets into the car and you you like you see the car shaking and you see some like blood splattering yeah. in the windshield and then the only angle we see is like from the back seat and right. over the corpse of uh Maya's face this and, was like, a huge letdown a medium of her yeah. yeah and it again like you've got you've got balls to the wall stuff and like you may again maybe budget but like in, in the night comes for us there is hardcore gore that just was mostly not in this movie except for a couple sequences mm-hmm. yeah and i i realize that's expectation you know like yeah uh, I think Missy, well, though Missy hasn't seen The Night Comes for Us, and it bothered her, too, you know? Yeah, um, it definitely bothered me. There was so much opportunity to yeah, show Yeah, I just, I, just, I just couldn't, uh, and this film is only a couple years old, you know? So it's like, there's, like, and, and he has directed other things before, so I find it hard to believe that he couldn't get the budget to show a f- hammer smashing a face. But you're right, Chris, maybe it just looked bad, or maybe it was, an, maybe he, it was an s- intentional choice. Like, I, I don't know. I, all I'm getting at is I wish I saw Lily getting hit in the head Was with the hammer. Was this PG-13? Oh. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> PG-13 for face ripping. <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think, Missy? Well, no, but I was like, maybe that he can only show so much and keep a PG-13 rating or something. Does it, did, it, did it feel like a PG-13 movie to you, Missy? No, but you okay, know, I gotta ask right. if maybe that's the reason. <laughs> just, it's a G movie, just like Bambi the mom dies first. <laughs> yeah, it was... Well, but what's weird is like earlier in the film, you he literally shows the hammer going like embedded into the mom's skull, right? Yeah. So it's like there are times when he does show the the close up gore work, and then there are times where it's just sort of off camera. Hmm. But regardless, Lily is now dead, and Lily was barely a character at all, so it doesn't really matter. But then like it just like cuts to night again. They just decided to sit in the house all fucking day long. And Ruben has one right. line where he's like, Lily's coming. She's on her way. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Start walking. Start walking right now. Uh, I, 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 From this point forward, it's very hard to, like, the whole movie, it's hard to forgive these characters because I don't know what the fuck you're doing there. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, the way that it was shot, I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're, like, in, like, you know, they're in the demon space, right? Like, they're they're captured. They can't escape physically. So it's just like, shifting time it's not really 12 hours to them you know but i mean the I movie does not the movie does not convey that you're just doing yeah. head head cannon well, shit. i know also, i know like ruben does ask like we need to go out and find maya and alfie's like no we'll go look for her in the morning which they don't do right. and, and then they're like well, then uh alfie's like we need to leave and, and he's like what are you talking about we have to find my mom and like your mom is not okay like your mom's dead like <laughs> yeah. drop it <laughs> You know, a lot of this reminded me of of that movie Satan's Slaves that we that Chris we that was like our second episode I think yeah. before Missy even joined us and that movie had the same problem where like after a night of supernatural shit the family just like sticks around for a whole day just to encounter another night of supernatural shit <laughs> right right and I'm like maybe this is like an Indonesian thing right <laughs> like 
they're just very they're very hopeful like i'm sure it won't happen again tonight <laughs> um so yeah i mean night falls maya comes back and like speeding up a bit somehow maya goes basically does she go down the basement and like she meets the the evil witch woman well yeah but for i guess she, that is the first thing she does and she is just like acting normal and the witch is like look like you need to give me your siblings and you can join the devil and be one of his concubines. And like, it's your choice. Like, what do you think, Maya? Right. And and so it, it's in case it wasn't clear, it is now clear that like the devil wants Alfie and Nara. And, and basically he's like, I don't care about Ruben or you, Maya. But yeah, like, how would you like to join with us? And then, Missy, this is why it's confusing. Because if she's possessed, if she's a possessed This is what killer, I mean. This is what I, I mean. She seemed to right. come back as Maya. So it's it's almost like I guess I took it that like the demon only has partial hold of her and the witch woman is like, how about we make this official? And you just like, well, I'll give you witch powers. Right. Or, right? or is it supposed to be that she felt so betrayed by Alfie that she's like, everyone's out to get me? When you I, see I don't her, know. her screaming, she's like, this is all your fault. This is all your fault, Alfie. Ah! And that's when she goes and kills Lily. It's it's very confusing if she was possessed or not. Because I, I thought she was possessed too, but then what, what happens after made me think she wasn't possessed, and that just bugged me a lot. Yeah. Oh, to, to briefly address the thing for that Missy was saying earlier, uh, there's a flashback somewhere in here where you see the where you see Alfie's mom actually die, and she gets like sucked off her balcony and she's like hanging for her life as like Alfie's trying to hold her arm, and her mom's nails are, like, digging into her arm, like, cutting the flesh, and that's why she has scars there before falling well, through And I, I dug that, too, because it's, like, they're, you know, the mom's like, let me go, and Alfie's like, no, and it cuts back to Alfie's perspective, and you see the witch on the mom's back as she's hanging there. I thought that was cool. That was really Yes, cool. yeah. yes, that was cool. But I also didn't understand the blocking of, like, because you see little Alfie, see her mom get sucked, and then she, like, <laughs> runs over and then, like, grabs her, but she's still, I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, look, if you want, I mean, Chris, if I got to do headcanon for you, the witch sucked her mom off the balcony, and then as yeah, she was falling, she, she, gra she grabbed the ledge, right? Mm -hmm. And right. as she she's was holding slipping, on. Right. And then and then Alfie comes running over and she's like, Mom. And right as she gets there, like her mom lets go. And then Alfie reaches down and grabs her arm as she starts to fall. And then she's holding her by her arm, you know? Right. Right. There you go. I explained yeah, it. See, it I all guess. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so. But it does. Uh, oh, it does and, bring then, up, and then there was one other scene where they. <laughs> there was one keeps... other scene where they do explain that there are like devil's concubine things. That like that's who right. the witch was. That there are women who yeah trade their their soul to the devil for witch powers, and so you yeah the woman at the beginning of the movie that like did the spell she is a yeah, concubine she's a devil, devil devil witch. There is also somewhere in the movie very briefly there is a shot of the devil that I thought was pretty cool. Like you see yeah, the devil as they're walking around the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really just cool. it's a very brief shot of like basically a winged goat creature that's like standing upright. And I was like, oh, I can't wait till he makes a bigger appearance in the film. But then I he never know. does. Yeah. Yep, I know. Yep. But hey, you know, it does have the devil in it briefly. <laughs> I was hoping that would be who saved her at the end. But we'll get to <laughs> that. <laughs> so Maya basically agrees. To, yeah, I totally want to be the devil's concubine. And then like, uh, man, we get into this. There's some, I, I don't remember the order of things here. But I can tell you that. She, uh, all right, so Maya is then furnished with a string of voodoo dolls. 
Right. Yeah, this was very... I mean, I enjoy a good voodoo doll plotline. Yeah. So did you enjoy this one? I did. I mean, it. yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I'm not saying it was, like, the most innovative thing, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and Maya has now changed into one of Alfie's mom's dresses. Right. Yes. Which Like, this, know, it suits me. Don't you think it suits me? Yeah. And so she, like, she has, like, a... Is this where she, she kills... Uh, yeah, so Ruben. like Ruben goes upstairs for some reason she, with her. No, because they're like, um, Alfie's like, we need to leave, and like we have to figure out Maya because Maya's being all crazy and telling them right. that they need to give themselves over to the devil. Like they need to all go downstairs. They're not leaving the house. And they need to accept their fate. And so like, let's get out of here. And he's trying to talk some sense into his sister. And so yeah, and Maya's like, uh, n- no. And she like holds up this voodoo doll, and she's like, look, just help me, just help me get the other two, and like you'll be fine. And you know, he says no. And so she starts like, does she like break his arm with the on the yeah. voodoo doll? Yeah. Right? She breaks uh, his arm and then hobbles him, and he well, she tries to kiss him first. Oh, that's that right. Weird. That was, yeah. yeah, that was weird. That yeah. was hot. <laughs> was hot, hot. Yep. Uh, and so he hobbles down the stairs, and then Maya and Nara just, or sorry, Alfie and Nara just watch as Maya. I really liked this kill. I this thought was this cool. was yeah. cool. Well, he she breaks his leg first, and like we see like the bone, like you know, pop out. Now who's skin. repeating? We didn't. You said arm before. <laughs> and then no Chris one, no said one mentioned leg. leg. Yeah, I said. I said he hobbles her, or she hobbles him. What's hobbles uh, him mean? Does that mean she kills hobbles? his leg? Yeah, like <laughs> misery. Oh, I've never heard of that term. You've never seen misery? No. Oh, why? Oh. You haven't seen misery? No. Wow, we gotta I do classic pod for like, limped. I don't know. Yeah, we need to. We need a whole different podcast where you just watch like well-known horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what happens when you spend all your time watching obscure seventies Italian shit. It <laughs> is. Yeah, I'm yeah, proud you of have it. Giant, giant holes in your cinematic memory. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so then uh, Maya follows uh, Ruben downstairs, and she rips the head off of the voodoo doll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this and they his did head show. This just they separates from his body. We see the neck get longer and longer. In the- <laughs> yeah, this this looks really good. Like you see his neck like elongating as the skin is starting to like stretch and rip, and then and then his head like pops off like a champagne cork. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just floats, flies up to the ceiling. Yeah, uh, and I was like, okay, I I did not expect to see that tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Ruben is now dead. Hooray! That's one less per- person to talk about. I like uh, Ruben a lot. Oh yeah, to be I mean, we yeah, didn't really talk except about for it. his phone charging habits except and his that. ability to call for emergencies and his willingness to leave his little sister alone in the haunted house. He's really nice though. Like he's like <laughs> and, and his really, insistence really nice. that we should just hang out. No, guys, we gotta kick it. We have this Airbnb until three. We're not leaving earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but he is he's a he's a he's a nice guy like he early in the film he has like a heart to heart with alfie that yeah. i thought was nice you know mm-hmm. he like brings her a sandwich it's not important but it's just yeah, like he, a he comes it's a character to like, building moment you know i'm the only one who likes you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he gaslights alfie earlier so we like him <laughs> anyway so he's dead now and uh you know like like ghost shit happens a lot of this movie is just kind of like jump scares with like demon women running around you know with fangs and shit right yeah there's a really good scene that i mean it doesn't matter that we're saying it late but it, i think it happened before the voodoo stuff where maya uh, sorry oh god i confuse all their names so much alfie comes downstairs and someone's playing the piano and she sees that it's her mom like looking like she did when she remembers her because they always used to play the piano together and like the face is like tilted down at the piano so you can't like obviously her face is going to be like creepy so when she finally looks up she looks all like dead and stuff and 
they're talking for a minute and then she starts like ripping off the skin off of her own face and just like until like she's ripped all the skin off and it's a witch underneath and it was badass. Oh yeah, the this the yeah. face ripping scene. I told dude, that was actually the most gory thing in the this movie. This was that my was... favorite scene in the Yeah, movie. that was great. I, I guess they just spent all the money on this part because yeah. that was awesome. She literally just like pulls her own face off. It Bravo. was so cool. Yeah. yeah we gotta take her face off. I it totally was a forgot. John Woo reference. Oh, that's not funny. <laughs> well, it is if you know that the night comes for us is a John Woo homage. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. You're doubling down, Chris. Deep. It's deep cuts. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that sequence was cool. And, uh, yeah, then now it's just like voodoo time. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean – like uh, you know look speeding up they they go in the basement my Maya, Maya sorry Alfie goes in the basement now you're rubbing off on me Miz. she she goes in the yeah. basement Bob's and... getting sucked uh <laughs> Rodney getting rubbed off on this is a very sexy one if you want more sex though come back next week um so I feel like there's like a you know Maya gave Ruben head joke as well oh, yeah had here but I can't quite make it <laughs> Um, so, so Alfie's down in the basement and she, for some reason, just like has a magic flashback, right? I guess it's just like being, she needs to know this information, right? She needs to know this. And so magically she is transported back to a flashback where her, her father, whose name I forgot. Lesmana. Thank you. Lesmana returns to see the evil witch who granted him all, granted him all the money. Right. And is basically like. Yo, I gave you my my wife's soul as promised. And the, the priestess is like, yeah, that's cool. Now you got to give me your daughter, Alfie. And he's basically like, I'm he basically gives her, a, you know, hair. I guess it, he's trying to trick the witch into believing this is the hair of his daughter. And she like eats it and immediately is like, what are you taking me for? This is obviously not your daughter's hair. And so he he kills her. Right. Does he hit her with a shovel? He gets this yep. knife. Right. Oh, yes. He's just fan- he stabs her in the chest. So he's he he's kills like, I can't. the witch. She's my daughter, and like, and oh, then he takes the shovel and just, yeah. right. He takes and the, the witch, shovel and hits her for forty five times. The <laughs> the witch, as she's dying, though, she basically says, "Like I'm cursing you, so that like you will lose all your money and you will die a really painful death. Like you'll lose right? like your flesh, right?" And oh, so we didn't, we didn't talk about when the door opened. Way back when the little spirit finally went and uh, hair grew out of Lesmana's mouth in the, the hospital and choked him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We And not only choked him, but like like imploded him. Yeah, that's right. Like crush. It grew around his head and crushed his skull. You're right. I, we totally forgot that, man. Yeah. yeah it's just, hair like, it's just, yeah, it's uh, just random order of stuff happening. That doesn't matter yeah. the order, really. Yeah, because that has no bearing on the rest of the movie. Right. But but yes, the dad does die. And it's like you're like behind you see hair wrapping all around his head. He's like trying to scream. He's like trying to reach for the nurse call button. And then the camera like moves behind like the curtain. And you just hear like this popping sound as blood sprays all over the curtain. (laughs) And I was like, all right, that's that's gnarly. Again, didn't expect to see that tonight. Yeah, that was cool. So back in back in the flashback, basically. Yeah, so she got the information she needs. She learns that the witch's body is buried here, right by the shovel that was left. Exactly. And also that maybe her dad isn't, he's awful, but not maybe quite as bad as she thought. <laughs> right. Yeah. She she realizes that like her dad, when put to it, like couldn't, he wouldn't, like he loved her too much to give her up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Point is she realizes like, hey, two things. My dad is only a half asshole. Right. And there's a dead witch buried in under the floor here, right? So Maya comes down 
and she has another voodoo doll. And I don't really know what she wants out of Alfie. Or they just like torture her. her. She's just like, she's, yeah. But like, yeah. why doesn't she just pluck the head off his doll? You know what I mean? Like, just get it. Done I don't there. know if you pluck the head off the doll, if the, you'll get your soul. I don't know how it works. I think you need I'm, to like eat it. Like when they're alive, I think she needs to stay alive for the devil. <laughs> okay. I mean, point is <laughs> she's, she's like torturing her with her voodoo doll. Right. And like Alfie's like kind of crucified against the wall and she's like, ah, help. And, and she she's still believes pain. like Maya snap out of it. And then she like does snap out of it. And she's like, ha, guess what? I've always hated you. Fuck you. I'm in my right mind. And I'm still voodooing you. Yeah. I'm definitely not possessed. I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a, oh, an evil. I'm just a, not an, I'm an evil witch. I guess that's the term, right? <laughs> A, a bitchy witch, a bitch witch. Uh, oh, I thought that'd be funnier than it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> I've never heard those two words rhyme together. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I do. First time comedy right here. <laughs> First time rhymes. And so while she's like struggling, she she somehow, I guess there's a voodoo doll of, of Maya she, on as the well. Necklace, on the necklace, there was a voodoo doll of all of the family members. Right. I guess just, just to be on the safe side. And yeah. so she grabs that and throws it into like. A, but that's Liz like Mana's necklace. That's why everyone was on Lismana's necklace. Yeah, I just don't understand why. That was found why in Lismana's office. I don't understand why anyone made a voodoo doll of anyone. Because he what was probably going to give all. He considered giving everyone soul. Look, when you go from very rich to very poor, you got to reconsider your hobbies. And voodoo dolling is a very cost-effective and honestly <laughs> therapeutic way to work out some of your feelings. <laughs> My That's- understanding was that each voodoo doll had hair of that family member and he was yes. considering yes. giving each everyone he was considering giving all his stepkids his new wife all of them so but then he decided against it right and I, he I, just left it there yeah he, he basically he just yeah he was just like fuck it he gave up on his hobby mid mid doll and was just like i'll leave these on this desk here. yeah he got like well, halfway like, through I the etsy locks- sign up process and he was like this is too much work <laughs> Yeah, he locked uh, the lady in the basement, so he's like, she can't get up here to get these, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't understand because, like, I was his idea, like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my new wife and all of her kids, right, in exchange for my original daughter. If you, just, like, it's unclear, but, but I'm also gonna make a voodoo doll of my daughter, right? I don't right. know. Yeah, look, look, I, I don't know, but what I do know is that we're at near the end of the movie, okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna yuck Lesmana's yum. If he likes to make voodoo yeah. dolls of his kids, whatever. Yuck so be it. Yum. And he, so anyway, uh, Alfie takes Maya's voodoo doll and throws it into the fire. Right. And there's like a moment where Maya's like, uh oh, and then she like bursts into flames and she yeah, dies. She, she like looks down the barrel of the camera and goes, rut row. <laughs> 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 uh I, I i liked this effect but it, in the moment i'm like wasn't she holding the alfie doll like <laughs> wouldn't that just interrupt in flames whatever whatever wait yeah, why would the right. oh, oh you're i see right. what you're saying you're right oh! i didn't think about that oh, oh no I'm yeah, she just, that actually would have been badass she's like i gotcha and then she starts <laughs> to erupt in flames. i'm taking you with me bitch I, I guess I just took it that she she dropped the doll, but you're totally sure. right. That, that doesn't really make sense. Sure. So so Maya is now dead, and now Alfie gets attacked by or or does she get attacked she by the, the she digs the up the witch the witch and takes the knife out of her chest like the magic yep. knife yep. and like digs in her stomach where like all the intestines are still kind of fresh and she rips them all out and gets the piece of paper that she had that actually is like her hair no it's like it's like hair tied with paper. yeah but whose hair no i know that's what i mean though whose hair was in that paper 
Is right. It so th that is that there? No, that this is that's what's confusing is like it, the dad gave the witch like it was supposed to be Alfie's hair, but he gave him gave her someone else's hair. Yeah, who's, right. Who's that, hair? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's like, OK, we were conveniently shown this flashback, whatever, whatever. Well, that gets like... us to dig up the grave. But you've shown us that it is not anyone's hair. Right. I think, right. It's it's the witch's, I think it's the witch's hair, because when she burns that hair, it's like that's killing well, the witch. I, I think that like I the way I saw it was that like when she swallowed the hair, she that's when she put the curse on the dad and was like, you'll lose all your money and you'll turn into like a boil covered monster. Right. And I guess in that moment, Alfie's just like, if I burn that hair, it will undo the curse. But it doesn't really seem to yeah, matter well, because her, her dad already lost the money and he's already been exploded in his hospital room, which she doesn't know. Right. But uh -huh. uh, presumably it would break the contract so then Alfie wouldn't be part of the, you know, the damages. Yeah. I mean, like, look, standard horror rule is like if shit's going bad and there's supernatural shit, just start burning everything. Right. <laughs> burn the bur burn yeah. the bones. Burn Fire the Fire cleanses all. Yeah. <laughs> You know, burn, burn the upside yeah. down crucifix. But what Alfie <laughs> didn't know is the witch took some of the hair contract and put that in a lockbox. So there is technically a backup. Wait, are you being serious? Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Making a joke about contracts. <laughs> I, I was just like, wait, I don't remember that scene. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> she was, yeah, she went to a Kinko's and like took some hair and was like, can I get a copy of this? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I, she, she I, whatever. She just realizes, like, I got to kill the witch somehow and fire seems to work. So she, yeah, it, but this, this basement doesn't smell bad enough. Let me burn some hair. Ew, yeah, and that so, is the worst smell. Um, so this takes the mark off of Alfie's arm. Oh, right. right. And, and, and the off hair. the fingers of Nara. So yes. it's clear that, like, the, the contract has been null and void. The devil will not take their souls. First, whatever reason, it's been nullified. Right. And then in our final hair work of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, so this part is weird. I mean, the whole, there are a lot of weird shit, but like she has technically won, but then like the floor like caves in and she finds herself in like basically a six foot grave as hair starts like wrapping around her, right? And trying From to like bones. strangle her. Yeah, right. coming at the bones. But conveniently, the, the section of floor that lowered six feet included the knife. Correct. <laughs> right. Well, she, sure. I mean, she just, she had the knife. It was, she used it yeah, to cut yeah. open the body. And she uses the knife to like cut herself free from the hair. And then she looks up and a hand is like coming over the edge of the Well, pit. she's like sitting there. I, I liked the, the pacing of the sequence. She cuts the hair, gets free, but then it's like, she's just like a wash in red light. And you get the sense that she's dead and in hell, basically. Like she's trapped. And then the hand comes down and you, she thinks it's her mom, like the spirit of her mom saving her, but yeah. it's actually Nara. It sounds like Nara. her mom's voice, but yeah. It's, yes, it's yeah. Nara. It's Nara and she pulls her out of the grave and uh I, I really like the outside. last shot yeah they so they walk out and it just like pulls back and then in this oneer sweeps across like all the the gore and viscera of the the place and then just pans around and settles on the cellar door and then right. stops and, and then, then credits and the movie ends yeah <laughs> i thought that was really good <laughs> yeah, it was. I thought it was a cool shot. I mean, it you know, it's 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 one of those endings where it's like movie over, and you're like, what happens to those characters? Like, I don't know. They fucking live. They're fine. They'll go away. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they have a great life. Come yeah, back so in that's... two years for May the Devil Take You. May the Devil Take You, sir. And, and you. <laughs> so, well, there there is a there's a sequel to this movie, and the the sequel's on Shutter, and it's called May the Devil Take You Two, and that's from 2020. And my understanding is at least the main, the, the woman who plays Alfie, she returns to reprise her role. Whoa, whoa. So I, I'm personally, I'm going to watch that. I'm excited yeah. to see. 
And he, uh, Timo is in, I don't know, pre not pre-production. He's in development. He's working on a third one, but there is a third one slated for release. For May also. the Devil Take You? Yeah, there's-, there's Oh, a, wow. I, I forget what that one is called because it hasn't come out yet, but it's called, yeah, I saw it somewhere. May the Devil Take You 3. Probably. <laughs> well, when I say, the second one is called May the Devil Take You 2, but T-O-O, as in, you know, also. To somewhere? A, oh. It's a funny, it's a funny, it's a funny play on words. Then why didn't all. I laugh? Because you don't that get funny. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, this still of the movie, it looks like the Resident Evil 6 mommy. It's like a big hand, big hand. What? I don't, no one can see what you're talking about. Oh, I, I want to see this movie too. We should do it for the podcast. What movie are you talking about? May the Devil, Devil Take You too. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Very well, clearly. God. God. Devil Take You too, Rodney. Follow along. <laughs> Try to keep up, Rodney. Two, Devil Take You too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Oh my God. This. All right. We've been talking about this forever. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, I, this is I'm really impressed by a lot of aspects of this movie. I. I. I think my. My only note for Timo is I don't know if he should write his own movies. Mm, that's harsh. I, well, I. I just. I think he's a great director with a great sense of visual storytelling. I just feel like the things that I don't like were the the writing of like why is this character doing what whose arc is it like what's going on mm. that's all just sort of like yada yada sloppy. yada in yeah. service of getting to cool visuals yeah it doesn't seem like there's a lot of thought put into it it's just like literally the first thing that came into his head yeah I I did see a couple a couple of reviews where like this does feel feel like a first draft movie yeah yeah but just so I'm I'm clear are you guys planning to watch the sequel. Yes. If you tell me it's good, because you're definitely watching it. So tell me if it's good, and then yes. It has, okay, so it has about the same reviews. Okay. Like I'm like just so just so we're, that's I think that explains where we're all at here, right? Like Chris and I are definitely planning to watch it, so we clearly liked this one enough to keep going with the series. And Missy, you're kind of you're kind of tapping out. I well, if you tell me it's good, then I'll watch it. Like I'm open to watching it, but yeah, if it's got like a 16 minute dance sequence with like a lady in 1600s garb that's selling <laughs> you something at like a at like a, a mini mall or something, ooh, and then relaxing. like a gloved hand yeah. comes in and the glove comes off and it's actually a skeleton hand, oh, but then you pull nice. back and it's actually like a, a a skeleton hand from an actual skeleton being held by somebody who's alive. Ooh, ooh. oh, buddy. <laughs> it's it's called the fish nibbles at midnight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Sign me up. Okay. <laughs> Basically, if it's as good as this one, I would gladly watch it. If it's if it's you tell me like, eh, it's not as good as this one. Like that's a little bit. I don't need to because this is already like a B for me. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he's consistently doing enough cool shit that even if the plot is and character work is like whatever, I want to see what his twisted mind comes up with because I think <laughs> he's really innovative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the face ripper scene alone was just like so cool. Yeah. Chris, yeah. I think you said that very well. It, yeah. Like he, he's a very good visual director and like, I think you're right. Maybe someone else should write the stuff and you just stick to the directing, you know? Yeah. Or even he but, can do the first draft to come up with the idea and just have somebody like edit Yeah. It punch it up. Yeah, uh, which he he's blowing up now. What what movie did he just sign on to do? He, he's doing the remake of something. Oh. Train to Busan. He, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually could be a good thing. Yeah. Okay. I think that's really cool. But yeah, like honestly, I feel like a couple uh, – like there's been a consistent theme in the last movies we've done where it's like the, the coolest thing about this is like one – 
gag or like the third act is like fucking bananas and you have to watch it for that and the rest is whatever take it or leave it he consistently there's at least like 12 to 15 sequences in this movie where i'm like i maybe i've seen this before you did this in such a novel way that it's fucking cool or you did something i've never seen before yeah i i completely agree with that yeah like so i'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan, fan. I'm planning to – I'm going to go down, like, the Timo hole and, like, I'm going to rent, you know – I'm going to rent these other movies, including yeah. the ones he does under the – what was it called? The Mo, the Mo Brothers? Did I have that right? The Mo Brothers. Yeah. Because yeah. they're Kimo and Timo. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. I didn't – It's I didn't think, I, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So, listen. If if you're listening and you have not seen a film by Timo Johanto, I don't know if this is the one to start with, but, like, it's it, – again, it comes down to, like, how much do you like Evil Dead – and how much will you not get offended by someone just ripping it off and doing it again, right? Because <laughs> if you just want if you just want more Evil Dead in your life, you got to watch this movie. You really do. I think it's really dope. And if you can just forgive people doing the dumbest things I've ever seen in a movie, <laughs> then you'll you'll probably really dig it. I, I wonder to what extent like I would enjoy this movie more, like because it is in Indonesian and subtitled. I you like you can't. Sometimes when you're watching a bad movie, you'll be like, let me check my phone for a second. Okay, whatever. I'll keep watching. Like, that was a slow part. I couldn't I couldn't not look at this movie because it's it's subtitled. So, I'm like, I'm going to miss something if I don't watch every frame of this fucking movie. But, like, if this were an English language movie, I wonder if I would have, like, forgiven those, like, whatever parts because I could have drifted off and been like, let me run over and grab some water and uh, I'll just listen to what's happening because this is a whatever dialogue scene. I don't know the answer because I'm not you. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I like I don't ever do that, like, especially for 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 either movies we do this podcast or movies that I want to watch. Like, why would I? put a movie on and then walk away and miss a scene yeah i don't do that either i'm such a you know, completionist that i can't like chris you know there's a button you can push it just stops the movie for a second is there a button the i can push that stops the rodney <laughs> no that unfortunately is <laughs> it does not exist <laughs> i hear i hear that for enough money you can you can slow it down <laughs> <laughs> with enough drugs in his system you can you and all the listeners can delay it a week but it's coming back <laughs> uh anyway look I enjoyed watching this movie. Thanks for picking, going with one that I picked. Uh, I'm excited next week to do The Devils. Yeah, Reminder for, you know, for listeners. That's what we're doing next week. It's on Shudder. Check it out. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah.